0: Hello and welcome to Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend talk about the video games we used to play back when we were kids. And this is episode 41, and we are talking Final Fantasy II, which I played the Game Boy version, Game Boy Advance version of, but originally it was released on the NES. Hello, my name is Daniel Carroll, I hope everybody is well. Yeah, so we are going old school Final Fantasy. It's been a while, the only episode we've done so far was Final Fantasy 8. And that was really right at the beginning. What episode was that? Was that episode 3? That was so early on into the show, I'm really having to go back in the... Episode 4? Wow, so we're at episode 41. It's been a long time since we've gone through to a Final Fantasy game. And I decided, well, let's go old school. We've got six, 15 games to cover, I should say. 16's not out yet, plus the spin-offs. But I well, thought, let's go back in time and tackle that one. Now, if you know exactly what I mean, if you're a Final Fantasy nut, you will know what I mean by that one when we talk about Final Fantasy 2. My guest this week is Chris Coplin from the Retro Hangover podcast, and I should say, Chris was really eager to do this, and he is also going to be doing Final Fantasy 5 at some point. However, Chris is in my naughty box because he brought the bouncer to my attention, and we recorded that episode yesterday... Yes, yeah, yeah. yesterday we recorded it, and I wanted to kill him. So that episode, I, I'm putting it out now, The Bouncer will be episode 52, right? It's episode 52, it'll be the one year anniversary of this show, will be The Bouncer. It's not the 50th episode, no, no, it doesn't deserve a monumental title. It can have the end of year one, it's not having that 50, 100, no, no, no. You can have 52. So all I can say is, that is that is a cracker. That's going to be an absolute cracker. And I'm not saying this is going to be a bad episode, but I'm just saying you could sense when I was recording the bouncer, my arms, if they could go through the way to Florida, I would have been throttling him because that's how I felt after it. And then I had to go to work and train new people for my role. Well, the voluntary side of the role. And I wanted to like, hmm, I'm putting me in a good stead for a Saturday morning. Like I've got to go present to a church ...in a few hours' time. And I don't want to be getting myself in a shitty mood before then. Like, it's currently six in the morning here. So if you're not hearing the birds behind me, I'm sorry. That I can't shut the birds up. Well, I could. I could go out and try and hit them with a rake. But, you know, it's quite nice hearing a few tweets in the morning. But, you know, you just got to get on with these things... ...and you've got to let life exist, you know, Akuna Matata. But Final Fantasy two. before I go on... So Final Fantasy two, I never originally played the NES release. It was never, ever released back in UK in original format. Now, if you don't know, we've got to go through this. Final Fantasy 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, that's how they're known in Japan. But in England and Europe and America, we got 1, 4, and 6, which are retitled to 1, 2, and 3. So when I'm talking about Final Fantasy 2, I am not talking about Final Fantasy 4. I am talking about the original Final Fantasy 2. Because some people will be like, hang on, no, that's the one with Cecil. No, that's Final Fantasy 4. We are talking the old school 2 1 and I had a very different mechanic here where rather than when you level up, how you did that, usually you get experience from RPGs. Well, this wasn't so much that. If you used your sword continually, you got strength. If you got, or you got sword strength, if you got hit a lot, you got more HP. If you used your magic a lot, you got more magic points. That's how this system works. So, you got no experience per se, you got experience in different attributes that you did but it's very controversial some people didn't like it some people believed it broke the game I don't believe it did. I believe it could do, if you wanted to, but what's the fucking point? But for some people, it did. Now, we'll discuss this with Chris Copleen. but first of all, we need to go on to our introduction, our intro to this show, and if you are new to the show, maybe go about half an hour or something like that, and then you'll get to it. But, I, you know, we're going to make this intro fun. It's not going to be a grind like most RPGs. We're going to try and make this fun. But first of all, let's go get the plugs out of the way. I need to get the plugs out of the way because I one day want to do this full-time. If you want to support the show, how you can do so is leave a like wherever you are listening to this, whether it's on Spotify, whether it's on Podbean, Apple, wherever. Give it a five-star review. Give it a comment. Let me know what you think of it. Let me know what you think I need to improve upon because it helps it on those good old algorithms and lets other people see what we're up to. If you want to help support the show financially, you can do so over on Patreon.com forward slash RetroWars. For $1.50 Australian, you get access to your own weekly show. Yes, weekly show now, DLC. Previously, it was a fortnightly show, but I'm really going to try and up my game, and I'm going to make it a weekly show. So $1.50 Australian, you get an extra show per week just for you and this is where I basically talk about anything that's on my mind or anything I think is really too big to cover on the main show and this week is a bit of a sneak peek we did episode 14, which was my modern day review of Mario and Rabbit's Sparks of Hope on the Nintendo switch <music> And the funny thing is, it's like with a Mario game, you can just, you know, you, all you get is woohoo, wee woo, as the, the guy's just jumping around. That's not it. It's like, fuck, you can't jump. And there's like this little ledge, and you think, Mario, just jump up there. And he's like, nah, there's no jump button. You're like, oh, f- bloody hell. Like, it's, it's, it, you have. That takes some getting around your head. Like, yeah, Mario can't jump up there. He can't climb. He can't do knout. He can't do shite. It's like, bollocks. So you have to get these little ladders, and it, it's just like. Oh, this is weird. And eventually you do get used to it, but at first it's gonna be like weird. And I'll be playing a Mario game now, I'll be like, what the fuck? And that was episode 14 of Mario and Rabbit: Sparks and Hope, and my review of it and what I think. And next week, we're going to be looking at all the new Pokemon. Yes, because I am very Pokemon-orientated. They're out. Every single one is out there. So I'm going to go through the list. No notes, no nothing. I'm just going to have a laptop in front of me with all of them on the screen, and I'm going to give you my thoughts of whether they look absolutely awesome absolutely shite. So that will be next week, and that comes out usually on a Friday. I can sometimes be dictated by work. It just depends because I am very busy with work and obviously I have to that has to come first and my family have to come first as you can understand what else do you get for your money well you get access to our own discord and you can when we're trying to build our own little community and basically talk about whatever we want you get the chance to message me one-on-one I'll do my best to get back in touch as soon as I can you get the access to take part in all of our shows which is 16 bits of nonsense or sigh DLC or comments of the game we're covering this week, and you also get a shout out on the show, and I'm probably gonna butcher your name, and I want to say welcome to our newest Patreon, Dave McGuinness. I'd like to think I got that one right, but there's a chance I could have ballsed it up. But Dave sent me a message and he said there He said, Hello, after a night of drinking with Captain N and Geeks, I've decided to give your podcast a go. I enjoyed it so much that I've decided to support you. Good job, sir. You know what? Thank you. That actually Dave's message actually led me to put a post on Twitter, and it was a bit of a thank you, really, because I've I've got six Patreons, right? And I'm not sitting there going, oh my god, that's shit, that's not enough. No, no, that is fantastic. There are six people who actually believe in me and believe in this show, and actually putting towards it with their hard-earned money. People could argue, oh, it's only $1.50 Australian, so that's their money, and I really appreciate it. You don't understand how much I appreciate that you're willing to put in something that you've earned into this show. And I can only hope that I can produce a quality production for you, a quality piece of product that you can enjoy. Um, So thank you, Dave, and welcome, welcome to the little family. I need to think of a name for everyone. Like when it was, um, I used to do the Honest Pokemon Train on YouTube, I used to call everyone the HA Council, and that was the Honest Arseholes. They voted for that. So we'll have to try and think of a nickname like, I'm not, I could go with my influence of him, um, remember the game and call you all hot dogs, but that, isn't that just cheating and taking the piss? And no, we're not going to do that. Um, I will try, we'll try and think of a name. We'll try and think of a name what I can call everyone um, and give some abuse going forward. Because eventually I want to make t shirts. Like, I have got an artist who I will collaborate on to make t shirt designs, but I don't think I'm going to do that until we get to a bigger, steady, you know, I've got, I can actually build a website and stuff like that. And I, I'd like our nickname our group nickname to be one but we'll work out what that's going to be as we go on but that is enough for the patreon plug that's out the way so thank you for putting up with that i appreciate it so let's get on to our letter section which is called 16 bits of nonsense So 16 Bits of Nonsense is where, basically, Patreon members can ask me anything. They can make a comment, they can ask me a question, it could be gaming-related, movie, film, comic, whatever, and I'll do my best to answer. And as always, Captain N, our consistent Captain N, who I'm very grateful for, writes in, Oh Danny boy, you hit pretty hard last week on Canadians liking snow. Well, yes, I did. Snow is good if you are skiing on it or enjoying a p- picturesque view. Don't put big words in there. I'm dyslexic. Come on. I actually am. But once you have to spend months dealing with it, like shoveling, driving, or sloshing through it, you start to dislike it. It must be nice to live down under... You never hear anyone complaining about shoveling the nice weather before they drive to work. Anyways, I digress. Question of the week, if you could do one snow-based activity, what would it be? No, we don't complain about shoveling nice weather. And it has been glorious recently. Absolutely glorious. What we complain about, though, is having to deal with the fucking bugs that come about and the killer drop bears that can come get you from any point. Like you could be walking along and there's a killer drop bear and they, they rip your eyes out. And they're terrible, and you've got the snakes who come out and get you, and then the killer spiders. Like, you can never go for a shit. Going for a shit is a dangerous thing here in Australia. You never know what's going to be in a toilet. I only had a red back bite me, Willy. It's a. <laughs> oh, no. It, look, snakes and spiders, they're a the thing, but they're just not. The... Killer drop bears. Watch out for killer drop bears. That is a thing. That is a dangerous thing. Yeah, we do get. Thing is though, we do get like really nice weather. I don't disagree on this, but we get a lot of rain like, because it's a very can be very humid sometimes. Like if you go to Perth, a like raging demon will back this up. His is a very dry heat, whereas where we are in New South Wales, it's a very like, humid climate. Uh, basically, I live in like greenery, whereas raging demon will live in deserts. And then you've got someone, I think it's like Shane, uh, from The Good, The Bad, and The Backlog. I think he's from Australia as well. He lives in Melbourne, I think. Um, they live in greenery as well. But yeah, just Shane lives in the desert because it's dry heat. But we can get a lot of rain. And when it rains, holy shit, it rains. Like I found out a stat, and I'm going off a tangent here, but it's my show, um, that it rains more in, in Sydney than it does in London, which I was like, holy shit, really? Because it rains all the time in England. Difference is, it rains heavy in Australia a lot, and that's what we can do, we get a, we get storms that come through, and they are incredible when they come through, but you've got that sense of, oh my god, it needs to storm, it needs to storm, because you've got that muggy ugh, feeling, so you just need to wear cotton, or you're just going to sweat through all your clothes, but I think one's going to come through today, so hopefully I'm not going to sweat before I have to go to work, Oof, it's Sunday, and I've got to go to work, but yeah, um, yeah, you've got too much snow, and I think, I love snow, stop moaning, keep having this conversation, I'll Will, stop your moaning. Although I do agree with you, once it gets all sloshy, it's horrible, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit grim. Because you like you like snow, but you don't like slosh. It's like, get it's just wet, it's minging. You-, you throw it, at your mates, and it's horrible. And you you know you're in shit. You can throw a snowball at someone; it's funny. You Throw slosh, and you're a dickhead. I think that's the best way of saying it. But one base snow-based activity would it be? Um, okay, for fun, I do you know I'd love to try snowboarding. I would absolutely love to try it. I can skateboard okay, I can skateboard, I put that very loosely, but I can do it, I would love to give snowboarding a go and see how I do, I just think that's one of the things I want to try before I die, and you can go snowboarding here in Australia, there are actually parts where there is snow, which baffles me, but there are, you know, you never think you'd see snow, no, you can get proper full thick snow here, a few hours drive, a few hours drive, which is ridiculous. I never thought I'd say that, but it's a few hours drive from here. But we do have it; it's there. If I wanted to do it for fun, I'd probably just make a snowman. Like I don't know if anyone has been following the show since day one. Like when I went back home to the UK, um, I probably didn't actually. I probably didn't cover it because I think when, I, when I'm in the UK, it's it's only just here's the episode. There's no intro. There's no news because unfortunately, I don't have recording equipment. And I built a snowman, we went to Wales, and they had loads of snow on there. So me and my daughter, we just built, we built a snowman. And it was so much fun just rolling. And and we had this crystal white field. Nothing had touched it. Perfect snow. So I was trying to make the biggest snowman I could make with her. Rolling it down the hills. And I made it pretty big. But then when you, you, you know, snowman's usually three layers. And you're like, Jesus, this first layer's pretty big. And you're trying to make the second layer. You're like, oh, Christ, and it's quite heavy. And there's no point looking at the Queen. The Queen's not helping me. She's like, well, you made this. You made your bed, dickhead. You deal with it. So I've got to try and lift this body. You know, make sure the hiccups my daughter isn't in the way and then can see her daddy's quite cool. Bloody hell, I got more of a sweat on there. I'm sure I melted the snow with how much I was sweating. It was ridiculous. But yeah, to answer your question, Captain N, we'll be snowboarding. <laughs> I know we're on a bit of a tangent then. But Dave McGuinness, his first letter to the show, he writes in, he said, We had this conversation over fire and beers. Okay, I'm assuming you had this with Captain N, this is what you want about with Captain N and Keeks. Even though snow doesn't bother me that much, shoveling does suck monkey balls. Driving isn't that bad if you have winter tires. With that said, stay away from my house wards, you shit. Is that towards me or Captain N? If it's towards me, I'm not after your house wood. And again, what do you mean by house wood? See, I read that with the context of the snow and it makes complete sense. If I, if I just had it as, with that, stay away from my house wood, you shit. Some people would get the wrong idea, Dave. You need to have a real think about how you word these questions. But Captain N, I assume this is towards you and maybe Keegs. Keep away from his house wood, you shits. Stealing is bad and I will not condone it. On this show. It shall not be allowed. Never. And the final comment this week is from Chris Copley. He said, just wanted to say... Oh, Chris. He's in a nice mood now, isn't he? I just want to say congrats on seeing you, your show continue to grow. Saw your Twitter post about getting more Patreons and happy to see you have success. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. And as I always become... It comes a thing to see on this show. Go to the Retro Hangover podcast. It was becoming a thing where we plug him every week. Uh, it's, I think in the past, like, six episodes, I've plugged it five times there's a way it's worked out but yeah chris is a long time um supporter of the show and also someone who's been on the show so many times and he's the most consistent guest uh alongside um cpc and jake like literally they are there for bang 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 every time they are there when i need them for episodes so thank you very much guys i really really appreciate it okay so that is enough of the letter section let's get into our new section which i call patch 41.0 So, what has been going on with the news? Well, I wanted to start off with some really big news, but sadly, we have to start off with a really upsetting story. And it is upsetting. It generally is. Uh, For those who don't know, um, 24 hours ago, Kevin Conroy passed away. Now, if you don't know who Kevin Conroy is, he is the voice of Batman. He is Batman. He's been the Batman voice for the animated show, for the animated Batman series, the Justice League, the Arkham Games. He, He is Batman. If anyone ever asks who is the greatest Batman, Kevin Conroy is always up there as either one or two. He is fantastic. And I remember the story when he went to kind of build up the, 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 motivate the morale of the nine eleven troops where he came, when you have the fire brigade, the police who were there, and the first aiders, and he came with his I am Vengeance, I am the Knight, I am Batman to try and get their spirits up. That's all he could do, you know, what else could he do? But, he's incredible, like, I even tweeted my mum, I sent a message to my mum on WhatsApp, I was like, mum, 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 and she was gutted, because yeah, me and her grew up on that, we used to watch that every Saturday morning, it was part of our routine to watch the Batman cartoon, and it's so sad, because him and Mark Hamill as the Joker made an absolute great team, and I genuinely, like, whenever I watch anything Batman animated or in games, I'm like, where's Kevin Conroy? That that's not Kevin Conroy. Like I watched all the, the Batman DC animated show and I was like sorry, the animated films. I was like, and this like, yeah, the guy did a good job, but I was like, you're not Kevin Conroy. <laughs> I don't I don't like it. I want it. I want Kevin Conroy. So to not hear him anymore, it's gonna be a shame. And he's only 66. So that's an absolute tragedy. Um so my thoughts go out to his family and friends, and I imagine I'm not gonna be the only one in when hearing this that they're genuinely gutted. You know, it's one person I thought we'd never lose. It's Batman. And sadly, uh, the bat has laid to rest. So rest in peace, Kevin. Rest in peace. Right. OK, so what I did want to get onto are big news. The big news of the week is Pokemon. And again, it, I don't apologize for Pokemon because it's so big for me. The new games, Scarlet and Violet, they're out next week. They are out next week. So I'm trying to get as many episodes of the show done because I am literally blitzing that when it comes out. But the games have been leaked, they're out. They are out in the wild, and I warned Game Freak, I warned Nintendo, and I know they listen to this show, I warned them, this was going to happen. They try and pull it down from, from Twitter and Facebook, they're not, you can't, once it's in the wild, it's gone, it's there. And when I mean everything, I mean everything, because someone put a copy on the internet, and that's it. Once it's on the internet, everyone had it. It's all out. And now they don't even pull them down. They're not even pulling them, because there's so many now, and everyone's got it. But they have leaked everything. Basically, what all the final evolutions look like, what the gym leaders look like, the story, um, all the Pokemon, all the designs, even the fact that they're shinies versions, and, and even hints to how the DLC could be looking. And it's... It's looking great. Don't get me long, long. Don't get me wrong. I think it looks absolutely fantastic, but I just wish Nintendo had been quick at releasing this. And they said it, when their first leak got came out, they said it suddenly rushed out like an announcement, like one more day or something. And then they released a new trailer with the Ed Sheeran song, which is growing on me more and more every time I hear it. And then it was kind of like basically a three minute trailer showing the game, but I was like, fuck, you've you've done you've had the chance. You should have released all this. This trailer should have come out sooner. I just wish Game Freak had basically, here you go, here we go, we're gonna start releasing it quicker and quicker and quicker. I know the part of it is they want people to experience it. They want people to go out in the wild and find all this and find the new trail trainers and find all the new mechanics, new Pokémon, the shinies, but that's not going to be the case. It's always going to get leaked. But it would have been so much better had it been done on their terms. I don't care what anyone else said because there would have been a cool trailer, a cool reveal, and they managed to keep it under wraps for so so long. And in reality there was still so much to uncover. I don't know why every week or every few weeks they just didn't release more and more and more in bigger chunks. And if anyone says we would have got a fatigue over it, no, we wouldn't have. Not at all. You release a Pokemon, we all lose our shit. And some of the designs are great. And that's why I said, I'm not going to cover them here on the main show because there's loads i'm gonna cover them on dlc next week but one thing i thought did look really cool i don't know if this is un- i think it is true because in the new games you can basically all go out and explore together cool idea but i think the problem with that is that if a shiny pokemon turns up on the field <laughs> it can go it gets stolen so if you're online you can have someone come in and take your shiny Pokemon. Holy shit, it's Dark Souls. Dark Souls is here. Dark Souls, the Pokemon. Imagine that, you've been hunting like for a shanula chunk for ages, and then someone just goes, yeah, fuck it, got it. You'd be devoured. Oh my god, this going to happen, isn't it? There's going to be so many people crying and moaning. And I can't wait till someone does it on a live stream. I'm not horrible. I'm not bitter, but I am. It'd just be funny to see their face like jaw drop, like someone like A-Drive who does it. And next second, he's, gonna, he's trying to get the Obviously, the starters are different, but he's trying to catch something. And then suddenly just someone goes in and goes, whoop, mine. Oh, that'd be so funny. I'm such a dickhead. Okay. So that's out next week. Um, so I'm actually away next week. And I get it. It comes out on Friday, as, as you I mentioned last week. I'm in Canberra. Um, so I'll be trying to find a local store, because I've managed to sort out my pre-orders and cancel that and re- pre-order something else instead. So I am now free to be at the shop at 9am going, give me Pokemon! It's not for my daughter, it's for me! I'm not playing that, it's definitely for me. Okay, so what has now come out? Well, God of War is out. God of War, Ragnarok Rock has released as, long as, as well as Sonic. Sonic Frontiers is out as well, reviews are different for both, God of War, it's getting the 10s, it's been called a masterpiece, it is getting the 10s, whereas Sonic is getting the 7s, but I think Sonic's going to do well, I think because people are going, well, okay, at least they're trying, they tried something new, it's not 100% worked, but at least they're giving it a go, which I think, will, well, basically a lot of Sonic fans will be happy with that then it was never going to be the perfect game. Never, ever, ever was it going to be a perfect game. Was God in a War, Radnorok, the pressure on that was ridiculous. And I think it was always going to be a 10 out of 10. I don't think anything else was going to sway me otherwise. It was the biggest surprise if it wouldn't have been. Look, imagine if they viewed it as 8. But the trailers are absolutely incredible. Still haven't played the first ones in the backlog. So yeah, I'm not getting them for a while. I've got such a backlog I don't need to at this point. Although I'm getting Pokemon. So I'm a bit of a hypocrite on that sense. But yeah, they'll be on my I will play at some point. Final Fantasy 16, which I had mentioned, we've talked about this a few times, apparently new news has come out for that, and it said it's only going to be exclusive for the PS5 for six months. Makes sense. Sony can't have it their own way, and ultimately... Well, sorry, PlayStation shouldn't have it their own way. But ultimately, this is business. These things would have been in there, and Square would have been like, oh, this is going to be a huge title for us, um, so we want everyone to have a go. And the only problem that we're going to have for Xbox users is you've got the X, the two Xboxes and the Series S, is it going to be able to run it? Is it going to be strong enough to actually hold this game? And I think they're going to have to start working that out soon because there's a big difference once they start figuring out how to use the PS5 and you know, the Xbox, what's the other one called? I can't remember the Xbox Series, whatever. Once they start to work out how that ticks, then the S is going to get left behind and I have got concerns about that one. Um, So, John Wick Sorry, I've just jumped from one thing. Without any sort of transition, I apologise. Um, tr- talk about, Talking about AAA games, that would have been a way to do it, wouldn't it? John Wick, apparently, is going to... There's, there's, they want to do a AAA game for that. Great. I. It'd have to be... It's a weird one, isn't it? Because the whole John Wick series, if you've not seen it with Keanu Reeves, he's like a one-hit killer. He doesn't miss. So if you've got a gun, even if you don't... Even if you have to target, it should be like a one-shot kill. Otherwise, it's not John Wick. He rarely misses, and you've got to be able to kill people in really cool ways because that's how John Wick works. He's like the ultimate assassin. Shit! The trailer for John Wick Four came out. Shit! And I've not seen it. Shit! Hang on, I've got to watch it. And I'm back, and it's incredible. Oh my god! Holy shit! Make a triple A game. Make a triple A game, and I pee myself. Oh my god! Oh my god! Chapter Four looks so good. Oh. Uh, uh oh it's made me a little hot and horny oh my god talking about a thing that has not made me hot and horny is the trailer for the prequel of the witcher blood origin i watched it it looked brutal i was like me me does he have anything to do with the witcher i don't know like the fans are trolling it holy shit the fans are going absolute shit. And I think this is because with the whole thing we talked about with Witcher, with Henry Cavill, and the fact that they're going away from the source material. So somebody like, read the comments. It's so good. Like, one of the ones I picked up was like, he said, I had legit goosebumps when Geralt looked deeply, oh, sorry, Geralt looked deeply into the eyes of that monster, took a breath, all sounds stop, and he says, it's witching time. <laughs> it's like, fucking hell. Yeah, I think this might not do that well, just because of the problems that the writers have gone away from the source material. It's not gone down very well with the fans. Mm, You respect the source material. You can write new stories. Just respect where it has come from, and the fans will follow. I think people in Hollywood sometimes forget that and just think about money, but it's a money business at the end of the day. Uh, Now, the final thing I'm actually going to talk about in the news is McDonald's talking about money, McDonald's apparently is releasing a grease resistant McCrispy gaming chair. This can't be fucking real. Is it fucking real? I didn't even do I just saw it and went no. Like I've got I got a, you know a journalist, not like I call myself a, a journalist anymore. Um Holy shit, it is true. It's giving away a gaming chair. No! That's not a good idea. It looks dreadful. Oh, it's like yellow and black. It looks dreadful. It's got a space for your fries. No, what's that encouraging? It's grease resistant. Well, someone's going to freaking try that. Honestly, it looks disgusting. Like, no. The idea, grease resistant, fine. But if, if I walked into someone's house and they had that, I think you'd look a prick, personally. Who has a spot for fries? Really? A drink you can have? Not fries. It look oh bleh. it's caught the horrible colours. Horrible. But that's just me. That's just me. Alright, so that is the end of the news. So let us now move into our free game, which everybody can play. It's called Stick It Up Your Jinjo.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Stick It Up Your Jinjo is where, basically, you come to me with any of your gaming achievements or gaming frustrations of the week, and I'll read them out on the show. It's available for everyone. You can message me at Retro Wars UK over on Twitter, or as a Facebook group that I post on, and you can let me know on there. Didn't get any submissions this week. As I said, I always say it's fine, no problem, but I do have one that I'm going to put in, and it is a gaming success, and it's for Ash Ketchum. I want to say... <claps> is that five claps? No, it's four. That's five claps. Five claps for Ash Ketchum. After 25 years, spoilers, but I should say fucking spoilers before anyone goes, oh my god. He has finally become the world champion. He is now the greatest champion of the modern era. He beat Leon. He won the, the um, big competition, basically, everyone across the world. Apparently, it's meant to be really good. Four episodes of really good animation. I've not yet seen it. And I am literally waiting until it's all released on the English dub, um, so I'm a while off yet the Engl- Pokemon Journeys. So I'm going to wait. Uh, apparently, this this Pokemon Journeys this season I think has been really good, and the animation shifted from the allowing on one which people didn't like, but apparently this season is really good. Everyone's really enjoyed it, and yeah. So Ash is now the world champion. Now they've already managed to leak or find out. Leakers have found out that the first episode was called uh, Pikachu. I choose you. Uh, And I think that this current episode of series is like, I'm glad I chose you. So there are hints now that this could be the end of Ash's journey. And he doesn't go to the new region for for Scarlet and Violet. And I kind of hope that doesn't happen. I kind of hope that does happen. I I particularly think what might happen, my way of seeing it is if that Go, his companion, he goes to the new region, but Pikachu goes with him to look after him. Because... What has Ash got left to do? And if he does go to the new region, what if he loses his first battle? Is people going to go, well, I'm now the new world champion? It makes no sense. It would make no s- I know Ash would have a new team, which is fair enough, but regardless, it would seem ridiculous if absolute nomads who have no idea of how Pokemon work suddenly beat the world champion. It would just baffle everybody And I think it wouldn't be good character development because everyone would always have the, I've just beat the world champion. But there's always that little hashtag or little star or the asterisk basically say, you never beat him because he didn't have his world champion team. I honestly think if you want to conclude Ash's story properly, do a time skip, give it to go, make it Ash's kid. I don't know. I think it's just time now to reset the board, make a new story, We're getting into a whole new game with whole new trainers and you can now build a new legacy. It's 25 years. That's a generation. We've grown up now. We're adults. I'm a kid. I I started playing this when I was 11 years old. I'm now going to be 36 this year. I have been there since day one. But it's now time for the next generation to step forward and take the the next 11-year-olds to go into their one and then when they get to my age, moving on again, like, no one could say that Pokemon can't rely on new history. Well, we didn't have any history when it began. So who's to say we can't do it again? that That's just my sense of it all. I just think they'll be backtracking. But wait and see. We'll have it answered in the next few weeks when the Japanese episodes get released. And I will report it on here, because I'm a big geek and I'm a clown. So that was up Luppy Jinjo. As I said, if you've got any gaming... Successes or frustration, let me know and I'll read them out on the show. But let's get into our final Patreon episode, Patreon episode, Patreon exclusive, our little game which we call Survive or Die. Hey, listen! Survive or Die is where we have either two games, two characters, two franchises... And they're tied up. They are tied up, sitting in front of Negan, and he's got his baseball bat, Lucille. One of them's going to get the brain smashed in. One of them is going to live. And I'm asking you guys the question, which one will survive and which one is going to die? I'll let you guys give your say before I give the right answer. And this week, considering we're talking about a Final Fantasy II, we're going to go to two of the, well, not expected ones, because I could easily go 6 or 7, but I'm going to go with Final Fantasy V and Final Fantasy 8 try to work out are they comparable and see what we're going to think so let's let's see what you guys think before i give my answer so captain n says first off you should have gone with six or seven as that would have been a thinker well yes it it would have been that's that's why i mentioned this now ff8 can die it gave me so much hope after ff7 and it failed to deliver is it a final fantasy game of course is it a fun final fantasy game no the game ranks in the bottom third of Final Fantasy games on my list so it can be gone. Final Fantasy though, Final Fantasy 5 though is a great SNES RPG ranking in my top 7. It can stay. Do you mean top 7 RPGs or just top 7 Final Fantasy games? It can stay. Is it an enjoyable fan- fun game? No. I en- I still enjoyed Final Fantasy 8. I did. The story's fucking ridiculous. We've discussed this on episode four. It's ridiculous. Oh, third bottom. What's bottom? What's your bottom to? I'm intrigued about. Dave McGuinness says, burn Final Fantasy 8 to the ground. Nothing about it is good. Nothing. No, no, Dave. You can you can fuck off. Fuck right off. Triple Triad is one of the greatest things that has ever come out of a game. I will fight you on that. Triple Triad is Godlike. Holy shit. I don't give a shit about all the rules. Fucking crazy. Give me that. There's nothing good about this game. The fucking is Also, Renaud being the witch and the dog. Oh, there are... There are good things about this game. You may have your problems. That's you. Not me. You. You make me think he's a new patron. Should have been nice to him. No. Don't you come in here with your there's nothing good about this bullshit. Fucking some good things. And Chris Copleen, our future guest, about to come onto the show, he says, I'm playing through Final Fantasy VIII right now. You are playing so many games, I should say. You were playing Sonic Frontiers the other day. And he's, I'm sorry, again, going off. And while it's better than I remember, it still kind of sucks. The plot is dull, drawing magic is tedious, and triple triad, well, oh, which is a lot of fun, gets ruined by the g- game continuously adding stupid rules that suck. No, they don't suck. You suck. You suck because you can't pay attention to the rules of the game and how it evolved and its complexity and the strategies evolved. You probably just click and I'll put card there, put card facing here and hope for the best and then mode a bitch when you lose. Bitch. While junctioning magic to your stats can keeping your level low can make a game a laughable power trip, it's not enough to make up for its glaring flaws. But Vanofant C5 is sex. I didn't say that. He did. No wonder the main character's name is Butts. Why do you have to lower the tone every fucking time? This is the easy survive pick, unless you don't like sex, which, hey, you don't... Again, why are you lowering my tone of my show? Would love to see you join us for the Final Fantasy 5-4 job fiesta next year. The reason why I don't get excited for that little invitation... And I'm probably going to have to take part in it. So if you don't know what the Final Fantasy V 4 job Fiesta is, it's where basically you do like a roll or draw or something, and you have to complete the game with that particular class. So if you get a white mage, you can't re-roll or redraw again until you get to the next crystal. And that ain't fun. Because I'm telling you now, if you have just white mages, you ain't having a fun time you just not. The game is going to be shite. Or you could try and do the game without any healing. That's going to be fun. So, yeah. Shit. Okay, so what am I going to give? Having playing... Because I'm currently playing Final Fantasy V right now. And it's still part of my thing. I go back to... And you know what? I'm going to go with you all. I am keeping Final Fantasy V. The plot hate is ridiculous. It's silly. Whereas Final Fantasy V is a silly plot as well. But it knows it is. And it has some funny moments in. The characters have more development into them. Squall's not... Squall's are just a dick. Butts, Barts, however you want to call him, has more character to him. There's more about him. Yeah, the battles... I did like the drawing system. And doing to into the summons, but you can't argue and say that's not fair to say, well, Final Fantasy V can't do that, so by that token, it's l- worse. It's not. It's not fair to do that. But Final Fantasy V has the job system, which is unique, and it has that every time you play the game, you can have a whole new, new experience. And I'm still playing for the first time, so I can go back again and redo it and have a completely new time, worse time, better time, however it is. And yeah, Final Fantasy V, you're staying, Final Fantasy 8. You're getting your brains bashed in. Sorry, that's the way it's got to be on this show. And that is Survive or Die. So, thank you very much for all playing. I said, if you want to play and get along, come on over to patreon.com forward slash wars. So, finally, let's get into the last things. I know we've been going on for a while now. What have I been up to? Well, I've been training again, just trying to get ready for the next football season next year. Very busy at work. So, so busy. It's, I, I, I'm not complaining in that sense. I'm just tired. I, I, I like my job. Um, it's rewarding, and I think if I'm busy, that's good. That's a, it's a good sign for society, as it were. Um, but I just was knackered. That's all it is. Uh, went camping. If, if I'm, I mentioned last week, went camping. Had a great time. Hiccups had a great time. It was her first time in a tent. She a bit whingy, but she was really well behaved. Um, so hopefully we'll do that again in the future. And finally, what have I been playing? Well, I've been playing Mario and Rabbits. Um, Been doing that, getting ready for my review, having a great time with it. Playing, playing Spyro the Dragon, I've nearly finished it, I'm not going to 100% it, but I'm nearly finished it, because I've been asked to do it f- um, for a future episode for the show, and I played The Bouncer, it's shite, it's fucking shite, I hate it, it's episode 52, again if you go into this thinking that's getting a good score, it ain't, fucking shite, fuck you Chris. And I say that now, and we're about to go into him. So, right. we're talk- Look, now I'm in a bad mood, and I want to present the guy because he's a really nice guy. But we are talking about Final Fantasy II. I said, it's that one. It's a very different game compared to most Final Fantasy 2s. And I didn't play the original NES version. I played the Game Boy Advance release. There's also a PSP release. There's also a mobile phone release. Multiple versions of that. So it depends how you want to play it. It's all up to you. But I decided to play the Game Boy Advance version and had a cracking time. So I am joined by Chris Copleen this week from the Retro Hangover Podcast. So let me just throw some music on because we've been going on for about 40 minutes. And when I come back, me and Chris are going to be talking about Final Fantasy 2, which came out in Japan for the NES on the 17th of December, 1988. Fuck me, I'm old. Returning to the show for what could be possibly one of the most decisive or agreeable episodes of this series,
1: is Mr. Chris Copley. How are you, sir? I am doing fantastic, and I'm ready to talk about beating the shit out of (laughs) myself.
0: It's this one, isn't it? It's this one. Final Fantasy II, the one where you can beat the shit out of yourself over and over again and yeah, yeah it, and you're encouraged it's, to do so you, well <laughs> it's that one isn't it that's probably the best way people say final fantasy 2 that one because yeah there it is straight away it's the leveling system which people complain about i don't yeah and for me right here we go right. we've had a bit of a chat offline but we've not shared notes now i believe we could either be really good friends or we could be really good enemies about this Let's just, just, mm-hmm. just get over this straight away. The leveling system. What did you think of it?
1: I love it. <laughs> okay, you love it in
0: what way?
1: <clears throat> Sorry. Um, I love it in the fact that it's a lot like the Saga series. It's it's like an early build of that. It's like an alpha or a beta. It's not It perfect. is, isn't it? I'm not going to sit here. Huh? It is an early build of it, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And so I find it very charming and I, I, I find it very, very endearing. And so like all the building blocks are there and that's why I'm really gravitated towards it. I love it because you can custom build every single one of your characters the way you want to. It had a long way to go, but I can't sit here and say I hate the system. I understand why people do. Don't get me wrong, but I, I absolutely love it. And what keeps me coming back to this game, even though I understand it's hot trash.
0: He says, well this is the thing. You can
1: Oh hot trash, oh there's, here we go.
0: See the thing is that
1: <laughs> you can you can build your party
0: however you want. If you want to make Firian the, the, the mage, you can. And yeah. people always moan about oh we can't customize our own characters. Well guess what? Here's a fucking system that lets you do it. So what are you moaning about? You have the tools.
1: Yeah, I, I get that. But it's it's more than that because a lot of stuff is level gated and some of your spells like you start out with like fire and then I mean I guess we should explain this before we really start talking. Yeah, and get into I think the it's probably because some people are like what the fuck. So basically, yeah.
0: this was a very new system. Now this this literally came out very very quickly after Final Fantasy One. Now in most RPGs, you basically get experience, you level up. In this game, you don't really get experience per se. How it works is. You get, let's say you level up stats depending on your actions in battle. So for example, if you use swords, we'll say with one character, you will gain experience in swords. But you won't gain experience in using axes. If you basically run away from or dodge loads of things or defend, you'll get evasion skills. If you get hit a lot, you'll get HP buffs. If you use magic, you'll get magic buffs. And that's how it works. Literally, the more you do, the stronger you get in that attribute, which is a very different system to what people are used to. And like with fire, for example, as Chris just mentioned, you start off with fire one. The more you use it, the higher the fire spell goes up to like fire sixteen in the end. So it's all about if you want to get good
1: in something, you use it a
0: lot. That's
1: a good explanation. Yeah, that's
0: also,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a perfect explanation. And the some of the worst things about that in terms of usage, is specifically for your magic system. So like you said, you start out with fire, and then by the time you get like the most powerful spell in the game, which is Ultima, mm. it's not that powerful, because it starts at level 1. <laughs> no, it's so shite. you get new spells. It is shit, but once you build it up, it's great. But that's that's part of the problem, is you get these better spells later on, and they're supposed to be, quote, better, but because they all start at level 1, you then have to sit around and just just grind your spells for forever and like i said it's charming it's great but i understand why people have some really serious problems with it i mean that, that i agree with the
0: spell one i'm like yeah that that is the one gripe with the system i can go okay yeah because i just use fire the whole time i was like why yeah. bother using like any other spell and yeah i didn't even play with ultimate i was like nah just just don't bother because yeah it's just more grinding for the sake of more grinding and a lot of it'll be a lot of grinding to get ultimate to actually be useful but i was just using fire the whole time but you mentioned at the beginning the big gripe of this thing is hitting yourself now a lot of people bitched and moaned about the only way to have fun with this game is if you hit yourself continuously over and over again was that something that
1: you did no, well, it depends what version you're talking about because they, they fix that in later versions where you just periodically get hit point adjustments as you go through the game based on what your stamina is, mm-hmm. but in the original NES game, you you pretty much did have to beat the shit out of yourself in order to gain hit points, or you'd run into this wall where the enemies would just hit you and you, you'd die because your hit points wouldn't be leveling up at whatso- none whatsoever. So, yeah, that's a valid complaint in the NES version. But since then, I don't know when they started doing that. The first remake I'm aware of is the the PS1 version. I'm not sure if they did that in that or the Wonderswan version. Yeah. But I know they started doing it in Dawn of Souls for the Game Boy Advance.
0: Yeah, and I played this because I had the, um, the PS1 version. And, yeah, back when I was a kid, so I did the hit thing. But then when I've done it for this, because I wanted to go for all the Final Fantasies, I did it on the new one, the Pixel Remaster. And look, I that is the most common complaint. Like, if you want to get you want to get really buffed in this, you can have the ability to abuse the game. You can you can basically hit yourself and make yourself too strong for the game. And I kind of go, well, yeah, of course you can, yeah. dickhead.
1: Yeah, you, you, you can abuse <laughs> any system. Yeah, you don't have to. It's yeah. your choice. Exactly. It's, this is you, and that's yeah. You, it all your
0: it's your choice if you want to do that then fine do that it's like the
1: game's not telling you to do it that's your choice yeah and especially we've been away from the nes version for a very very long time in fact it's prohibitively difficult to play the nes version if you really want to i mean you can go and download a rom and that's the way that that was the only way you could do it is you could play the nes version but we we're so far moved from that and there's so many more options that you can play Final Fantasy II that that's not really a valid excuse anymore. Like, there there are different ways to do it. And, yeah, like, we already said there's a problem with the magic system in this game, but there's so many other endearing things about this game that I think over time, the way they've tweaked it, I don't think, like, it's it's really gotten up to the point, specifically talking about the battle system, that you can say it's it's necessarily great, there's still some fundamental flaws with it, but it's... The fact that you can take any single one of your characters, you want them to be a fighter, they can be a farter, fighter. You want them to be an archer, they can be an archer. You want them to be specifically magic casters, you can do that. And that's white or black magic, or I think they have a gray magic, I can't remember, but they they have different kind of magics so you can specialize in them, and or you can balance it out. And that's that's the beauty of this system, is it's so flexible in how you want to build your party, and it doesn't necessarily penalize you for, for trying new things.
0: It, it's It's true. Also I'm not passing the fact that you said farter instead of fighter.
1: If you want your uh, I know, If you want your character to be a farter <laughs> Uh you know it's it's that accent. Uh, I'm, I don't know where it's from but it, it's one I'm picking up. <laughs> just imagine the battle, right? You're fighting the emperor and you suddenly just yeah. pull the pants down and just
0: fart. That'll do. Gas attack. Yeah, you can be <laughs> a farter. That's a class. Hey, give it time. Why the fuck not? It will yeah. be put it in Genshin Impact. It will be a fight. Fa- it'll be it'll be a class. But this is the thing: you can do whatever you want with your team. You can make them however you want, which I think is great. And if you want to bitch and moan, again, I, I agree with you. We've come so far away. I don't think it's a criticism anymore because if you want to abuse a system, we'll find all power to you. But you can abuse any system if you want. Essentially, you can become. You know, level 99 in the first bit of Pokemon, if you want. Just fight Pidgeys and Rattatas Mm. the whole time. It's going to take you fucking hours, but you can do it. Any game can be abused. I didn't need to do that for this playthrough. I really didn't. I I had a great time. I thought, no, just play it as you're meant to play it. And you'll enjoy it just as much, but
1: be a dickhead if you want to be. (laughs) Yeah, and also the Pixel Remaster is much more balanced. And it's much a... What is it? It, It's a much more it's a much more acceptable way to make this an entry-level experience for this game for the pixel remaster agree like this is this is the version that you really do want to play if you've never played final fantasy 2 before don't listen to people that say that you have to be some sort of originalist and go back and play the nes version those people are wrong because that version that version really is hot trash yeah, that's um, hot it's a hard game it's and so bad it's, it's video games you
0: play the video games how you want to yeah. play the video games
1: yeah, I mean, absolutely. But you do go back. Even those people like who, like me who say Final Fantasy II is hot trash, I have it with the perspective of at least Square was trying to do something different, something they saw more in the PC and incorporated into the the uh, console concept of what RPGs were doing. And you know what? I give them tons of credit for that innovation because there was no real established rules by those points. It was Final you, Fantasy and Dragon Quest. And that, that was it. That was it. And it was 1988. I was too i was like jesus yeah. christ it's a long
0: time ago you've got to give you know things are being played around with i was like at least they actually tried at least they tried something different okay it didn't work how they wanted it to work let's try something else it's like christ yeah. almighty if it came out now you could probably say okay fair enough but it's it's a long time ago like what else As i said it was just final fantasy and
1: dragon quest that was it yeah uh, when you, let's get back to talking about like 1988 here man what do you think about like the plot in this game do you know what they actually gave it a go it was a better plot than Final Fantasy 1 it was you know Final Fantasy 1 had no
0: plot but well not really, not like, really save no. the crystals blah blah <laughs> blah but this one actually tried like basically yeah your well, four orphans who basically get their ass handed to them by the emperor who's just fucking shit up by the way he's not messing around here He's just going around going, right, I'm going to kill everyone, done. Um, you get separated from, uh, from Leon. Is it Leon? Yeah, it's Leon. Yeah, Leon. And you don't, oh, you, you might not see him for a long, spoilers by the way. Make this very clear, if you're not played, it, spoilers because we are going to be talking about the plot. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't, basically you then go off on a magic adventure where you want to basically kill the Emperor. That's it. And you basically go from A to B to kill, eventually get to fight the Emperor. And picking up guest characters on the way.
1: Yeah, and I would say this when you're talking about the plot of Final Fantasy II, First of all, it's very dark Ooh. for the time period. It's one of the I would say probably one of the darkest Final Fantasies for quite some time. Like yeah. it's not something you would expect from a high fantasy RPG of the era. No, in, and in, second in my of notes, all, everyone dies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's why I wanted to talk about here because when Final Fantasy Seven came out. Anyone who played it was like, "I am so shocked that a character in Final Fantasy VII dies." Yeah, and if you don't know who that is, like, <laughs> okay, but um, <laughs> you look at the Final Fantasy history, like, so many Final Fantasy games. I'm trying to think now, like every Final Fantasy game since two kills off characters. They do. And it's, not it's yeah like Final Fantasy VII isn't even the first one that that kills off a character, but they start killing off characters in your party in Final Fantasy II. Yeah. It, it's like a tradition. Yeah. So people who are like, oh, Final Fantasy VII, I can't believe this happened. You you haven't been playing games. I'm no. sorry.
0: <laughs> you don't know what you're <laughs> on about. Like literally, it feels like a, like a if you join the party in Final Fantasy two, you will die. You you will die. Pretty it's much. Like, I think. Pretty you much. Get five five characters in total most of them die it's like ah then the king dies ah scott dies ah it's like oh everyone's just dying sid everyone's dies Dying.
1: Aww. and it's like sad too because it's one of that one of those themes about final fantasy 2 is that you're in a war yeah. it's And everyone's like, oh, it's like Star Wars. I mean, okay, like, Star Wars is just a very traditional story anyway, so, like, that's not exactly apt. But it is a very traditional kind of war story where you are the rebellion fighting against the Empire. Yeah. It's just, you've been, and you're still not even really a rebellion. You're a kingdom that the Empire is trying to take over, and you're just, like, resisting. Yeah. And guess what happens in war? People fucking die. Yeah. (laughs) And so, what happens in this game? People fucking
0: die. Yeah, it's realistic. Like, not everyone, you know... Okay, there are some things that are unrealistic, but people are going right, to die in this shit. And they oh, do. Yeah. They, do you know what, though, which sounds silly, because basically these three these three kids want to join the rebellion, and the princess goes, no, 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 you're far too young, you're far too experienced. Go, go." basically... And they're like, oh, fuck it, I'll go prove myself then. So they go prove themselves by sneaking into town, and they find Scott, who's basically her, her lover... And he gives them the ring, and he, and she they bring that back, and he's like, oh, you must be really good then. But what made me laugh about this thing, so you meet Scott on his deathbed, and you yeah. basically say to him, any last words, mate? And he goes, nah, nah, not really. Don't tell the princess I loved her. Don't, nah. I was like, you dick, you. <laughs> She's probably like, oh, did he ever love me? Dunno, dunno, princess. He told you to fuck off, you cunt. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. Like, what was the purpose? What was he hoping for? That she'd move on? She's probably gonna be depressed. like he never, she never got to express her his, his
1: feelings and how he felt. You heartless bastard, Scott. Freaking just die. I mean, I mean, when when you're dead, he is kind of heartless because it's gonna kind of rot out. I mean, you're, you're not wrong. um
0: It's just true. He's gonna rot no, away on that table. Too dark. We,
1: we didn't even give him a burial. We just left him there. No. Well, he disappeared. So there's that. He kind of flashed, and oh you know, yes,
0: like... the typical Final Fantasy—they just flash, and that doesn't stop. They Final Fantasy three—they yeah. just disappear and flash. Even the 3DS remake—they just flash and they're gone forever.
1: They they return to the planet. They something. return to know.
0: the planet. Who needs burials? Honestly, there's no freaking funeral, burials, whatever you call them, in that world. There's no business for it because they just
1: disappear. Yeah. Um, but what I will, I mean, the other cool thing about this plot, uh, before I want to get to those pro words, because the pro words are something that's, I don't like, but, uh, like there's times in this game where you, like the emperor actually destroys cities and you can't go back there anymore. Yeah. It's at the like, end. People, he, he entire, entire towns are dead.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He I just not think it them all. And I realize he, he, he destroys the towns, but yeah, he he probably kills, in reality, because when you go into one of these gaming towns, like six buildings, but in reality, it it wouldn't be that. There'd be like, you know, hundreds, thousands of people. He just bombs them all and goes, nah, you're done. Fuck off. It's yeah. like, wow,
1: okay, he's not messing around here, is he? No, and I think that's why I really like the plot of this game. I think it's, it's certainly a better plot than Final Fantasy 3 I'm not going to say it's better than Final Fantasy Four, because it's just... It's really basic, but it's so dark. And the thing I love about it is that it goes along with the music, which is very somber, but as soon it's as you very go, wow, well-crafted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Uematsu, he just he goes above and beyond for this one. He is his, The soundtrack, what he did for the NES at this time, I didn't fully appreciate it until I listened to the remaster. And it's just, oh, this is so good. This it is, is so good. It, and it completely so captures good. the mood. And that's yeah. the
0: thing. Yeah, you basically, this is a moody game. This is war and it's like yeah people are dying it's not going to be like you know happy go larry like again pokemon style you're not going to be in that mood set because basically this is a war and people are dying and you can die anytime like you can go on the world map have a nice walk around you can go wherever you want but you're gonna get your ass down it's like dragon quest you're gonna get your ass stomped no matter where you go it's like so don't go too far if you stick within your levels You'll be fine. But the thing that makes this laugh is like, you know, you do all these things, you know, you basically build yourself up within the rebellion and you become this basically hero. And there are some points in this game I was like, uh, there was an eyebrow raising moment where you, <laughs> I don't know how you felt about this, where you go into the princess's chambers and basically she tells Furion come into bed. And he's like, Yeah okay and she's like i don't like to be kept waiting i was like
1: holy shit okay this this took a turn yeah this game would never have made it to the united states and apparently it had been or well i guess overseas well europe didn't get anything so i guess i nope. have to say the united states you know that but uh apparently there was a translation that was ready to go and they just skipped on it because it was so close to the super nintendo coming out yes like, true. Nah. and but they had it ready and i wonder how they were going to explain that scene uh, yes yeah, what do you do
0: what do you do well, because basically the princess is telling the main character firion get into bed i don't like to be waited i don't you know and he's not yeah. saying no he's about to go over he goes over he actually does go over and i was like wow okay i wasn't expecting this in a in a nintendo game but it basically it turns out she was a monster and i have seen other people say i wouldn't say no and i was like okay fair enough i mean what changed <laughs> yeah
1: it's just them. you're probably like oh it's just the monster it's just the guilt's gone it's not the princess crack on i mean at the same time i mean you're, you never broke from your party if i remember correctly in that scene so no. still uh, maria and guy or gi i don't know how do you say it correctly but uh they're they're still in your party they're just watching so maybe she yeah well maybe maybe they're going to be joining in i don't know <laughs> I mean, Maria's not not your sister. That's Leon's sister. So theoretically, I mean, it's a free for all in there, dude. <laughs> imagine that. How did, if that actually did happen in the NES version, and
0: no one because there's no like build up to this moment. You just walk in the room and oh, ho, oh, okay, this took a turn. Just imagine if that actually happens. Like, oh shit, it's um now turned into Final Fantasy the Pornhub. hub. I was like, okay. wasn't expecting it but But yeah it's it's all in there so you basically find out it's a princess and you have it's not the princess it's a monster you go save her blah 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 but then throughout the story there's a dark knight and maria's like oh that voice sounds familiar and again huge spoiler you find out it's her brother because obviously but you you go beat the emperor you kill him off and then leon as the dark knight goes to try and take over he fails and he then joins your party, and then you go kill the Emperor again, who rises from hell, which is badass. But the thing is, with this whole thing on thing, I'm like, hang on, whoa, 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 take a step back. How, A, do you become the Dark Knight? Like, what, what bullshit happened there for you to suddenly join the dark side? And then mm-hmm. we just forgive him after he tried to take
1: over the world. I mean, he probably was possessed or something. You know how these things work. It's a Japanese RPG trope. I mean, it wasn't at the time. Don't get me wrong. But it's one of those things like, oh, you were possessed and your mind was taken over. But join us. And you see this throughout the Final Fantasy series as well, like with Kane in in Final Fantasy 4. How he keeps leaving your party and going to the dark side and coming back because you break him free of it and whatever. But this is something you see a lot in Final Fantasy. And I don't... There's never a real good explanation. I wish they would have let you keep one of the characters that was with your party, like Ricard, because it's badass having yes, a Dragoon.
0: Yes! Yes! Fucking yes! Fucking Ricard! Oh my god, the first Dragoon of the series. Fucking Ricard! I was so happy when I got him, and I was like, oh, maybe he's my final party member. So I actually trained him for a little bit. And then he fucking dies!
1: Fuck off! Yeah, no. It's. I would have taken, uh, what was it? Was it Layla? Layla the pirate? I would have Layla taken the her, Pirou. too. She was the only one that survived. Yeah. And I like her. She's a good character. I think she comes back into your party, too. But, like, I'd rather have the option to go back and choose one of those characters over Leon. I understand it's the NES. I understand they had their limitations. That wasn't necessarily something they may have been able to do. But it, you're, you're right, it's it's kind of shit. Because, like, you haven't been to my party the entire time. Now we're in, the, like, the last quarter of the game. And it's like, yeah, let's just, you know, fucking go kill the Emperor with you. Yeah, whatever, you're her brother, and I just trust you now. And by yeah. the way, I'm fucking your sister now. How's that feel? <laughs> I think that's kind of the deal. That does happen in the book, the novelization. Yeah, they get together.
0: But yeah. Of course like, it does. But the thing is, he turns up, and you think, oh, yeah, finally, okay. A consistent fourth-party member. But every time you get a party member, their stats are so bad. I'm like I- I'm not spending the time with you. I I'm not. You're just fodder. So they were Well the only all...
1: exception is Minwoo.
0: Yeah, because he's a he's a helpful healer. But everybody yeah. else is just fodder. But I like Ricard. He a badass dragoon. I was like, I'll keep you. I'll make you a little bit something, but then yeah, he died. So
1: like, oh Yeah. And it's sad because, like, I don't think they really set it up for any more dragons or, or wyverns or whatever they call it that the dragoons are supposed to master. Like, the entire race is now dead. You don't have anyone who can train them. Well, didn't we put They kind of in? allude to the kid taking over? What's that? Didn't we get put, didn't we raise a dragoon? We didn't we? We, we raised it? one, but it's like the last one. What's it gonna fuck, dude? I mean, what, what, uh, how are point. you gonna make more of them? It could be asexual. Yeah, You could be. You know mm-hmm. what? We don't know about the reproductive system of of the dragons, so I'm not going to tell you it has a five-headed penis like I did with Knuckles. Oh, God, so, no. Don't. I, oh, I, my I, God. That, ep- that episode's coming out later.
0: Oh, my God. The more I look at that picture you sent me, it's just horrifying. <laughs> it's so Oh! I, I showed my wife this picture of an echidna's willy, and she was like, what the hell is that? And I was like, that's an echidna. That's terrifying.
1: This, that's... That's Australia. Everything will kill you. Everything
0: yeah. Everything will kill you. Even the picture of a basically an evolved hedgehog. It's ooh,
1: it's you look at that that's picture. how it evolved. That's where it evolved. It didn't evolve in anything practical. It evolved. We're talking about echidna penises again. <laughs> Fuck's
0: sake. That's the thing. It all comes back to the echidna penis. It... <laughs> everything evolves that'll be the thing let's just get the echidna penis out the way beginning of this show is like just get it it's just this most horrifying thing it's like what what why did you evolve that way i I need to go down the evolution you know story and go how did we get here and go yeah you need that you need five
1: of them i was like what (laughs) i just hope the dragon's asexual (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, otherwise we're going to have
0: some complicated questions and stories and people are going to complain. (laughs) Now, you mentioned that... um, Oh, actually, no. I'll mention another plot story bollocks. At one point, you get get eaten by Leviathan. He comes and swallows you up and you go into the belly. Now, not a problem with that. My problem is that when you go in there, you find other people who have been eaten by Leviathan. And they have seemingly made their own town in his belly.
1: I think that's awesome.
0: That is awesome, but how the fuck is that working?
1: I mean, you have to think, Leviathan's probably eating all these fish.
0: Yeah, he's eating all and... these But how have they made, how do you make a town? He's probably swimming around. So you're going to be, and how big is this thing that you can have like bedrooms and stuff? This has to be, he's not the size of a freaking, like, a town, like literally an island that you can make. And he's going to move around?
1: Yeah, I, I think you know. It's just he's very sturdy. He's a mythical creature. You're asking questions about mythical creatures.
0: I know, but still, there has to be some sense of realism in this shit. No, there doesn't. Yes, there does. It does. <laughs> where did he get? Where did he get the ability to light his own belly? And why? Why is the acid not just melting them? Bullshit. This whole thing is bullshit. Uh, <laughs>
1: I mean, maybe he's, like, a lizard, and there's not really acid or whatever, and they've... I don't know. They're, they're so, so small, they've built a society within this creature. I don't know, because, like, there's a dungeon there, too. There's, like, so much more to this fucking creature than just just the town. Yeah, there's a dungeon, so, in, there's a dungeon inside of him. Ridiculous. Yeah. Frickin- While we're at dungeons, what... I don't know how... Because you had the pixel remaster, so it's not as bad. It's not as prevalent as it is in the other versions, every other version. But there's. What did you think about the rooms that you just went in and there's nothing in there? Oh, and you had to walk out and you had to fight a hard monster.
0: Dick And I got really, really, Do you know what? Again, it was an old game. You're trying new things. The dungeons are what they are, so I don't complain about the dungeons of what they are. I do. I can. think that the room, the empty rooms, is a pile of shit. I think that is. You know, fool me once, that's fine, but not like it could be like five, six empty rooms in a dungeon, even more. And I was like come on, that's bull. And there's a pain in the ass and the encounter rate's so high. It's like, oh, I'm fighting again and again. Fucking hell. Just, yeah. it's literally two steps. Boom. Two steps. Boom. And then when you have to go into an empty room, it's like you've got no reward for doing all this. That, it got you a, annoying You get a battle. Quickly. You get a bow, oh yeah, you get a battle. It's like, yeah, I can get a battle as I a walk around. I'd like an item, please, sir. That'd be lovely. Love something. But it was a bit of a dick for an empty rooms, and I
1: think people are going to yeah. go, "Well, that's how dungeon buildings are made." There's often empty rooms and stuff. No, 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 no. no. I I think because Final Fantasy One did it right, and you did have examples of how to build dungeons, uh, dungeons with Dragon Quest and Dragon Quest Two. I think Dragon Quest Three was just about out at this point. You knew how to. Do this and like not even in Dungeons and Dragons where your dungeon masters fuck you over that hard. Mm-hmm. It's not something they're going to do. It's like, oh yeah, there's this is the fifth room with nothing in it except a monster, and there's yeah. nothing important here other than this monster. Like, that does happen in Dungeons and Dragons, don't get me wrong. And this is an age where they're still borrowing a lot from that. Maybe even in Wizardry and Ultima. I, I don't know. I, I haven't played a lot of those games from that time, and they, they were also major inspirations for the Final Fantasy series. Yeah, it's possible. But, it's possible, but it still sucks, I mean, especially when Final Fantasy 1 didn't have too many of those issues. Well, that, it had dungeons with those issues, but you didn't get them in Final Fantasy 1 to the degree that you have them in Final Fantasy 2 for certain. So, like, yeah, that, that shit is just it's it's too much, and that, that can be rage-inducing, especially if you're playing any other version other than the Pixel remaster where the difficulty is a little bit more balanced. Yeah. Well, we say the difficulty yeah, the difficulty spike here wasn't too bad, and I you know, didn't
0: really have many problems with it. The main times I had problems with it was with the status status effects or the status effects for you. Oh my yep. god,
1: fucking annoying in this game Like you can get petrified so easily. And there's enemies that, uh, that will do it 100% of the time. And I was having a conversation with, a, with another friend of mine for, for my podcast, one of, the, one of the extra episodes. And she was telling me, like, there are enemies towards the end of the game that will 100% cause, like, a death effect on you. And there's no way to get around it. No. And if it just hits you one time, you're, you're dead. And it's, yeah, it's not fair. And um, that is a major problem. I think it's a, it's a cockatrice enemy. That basically counters yeah.
0: with petrification. It's like, that's bullshit. That is absolute bullshit. And what's worse is I had a really good party at this point. And you get to a stage where you're fighting. I think it's like four four or five Great Marlboros. Great marbles. I can't even pronounce the freaking name. Marlboros, and, yeah. And they hit you with a stun. And as soon as they hit all the characters with stun, that's it. You are. Be- you, you can't do a thing. And you're basically hoping, to God's sake, that they just leave a party member for like three turns, so I can hit them. But the moment they redo it again, you're stunned again, and you can watch your health just whittle down, and there's nothing you can do. And it's like, "This is at, that's bad game development. Like I tried yep. that battle so many times. That was harder than most of the
1: bosses. Was that was that battle against them? Yeah, so I didn't hard. care much. Did not care much for the status effects at all. I thought they sucked. Yeah. Um." we bad. To... While we're talking about, th- go ahead. No, because you have to have items
0: with you the whole time, because you're constantly being poisoned. You're constantly having the darkness effect on you. So that's one thing. If you go into any dungeons, make sure you're stocked up on items. Otherwise, you're going to get screwed.
1: Well, you, that's where your magic system comes into effect. Like you have to, if you're leveling up your Asuna and Basuna, that's not too much of a concern. I don't it's, think it's not because but who is yeah. who's leveling that up? I am. Because I know that's going to happen.
0: <laughs> no, so I use items for use items. But saying that, I have enough money to basically buy the whole land, so it's fine. Then, then
1: you have enough. Then you have enough
0: money to buy enough ethers for you to not worry about it and use your magic. Oh, yeah, I did, but I just caught me. But it's like another thing I've got to look at another magic spell. And Maria's just all she's doing is a fire dance. She's fire and cure, and that's all she's doing in this game. Nothing else. And firing with a bow. There are three actions. Nothing more.
1: Yeah. That's how you chose to build your
0: party. Mine was a little bit better rounded. See, now I just went: Leon, you have a sword;
1: Guy, you have an axe; And Maria, just do magic. Done. So, Furion had a had a sword because you said you said Leon. What does Leon have? Oh, sorry, oh, Leon had nothing. Leon was just fodder. <laughs> what I what I Maria? I always had Maria go between staff, fist, and and bow. Nah, bow, yeah, but nah, she didn't use. She
0: didn't. She was just yeah. She she was always just fire. But then eventually you realize the bow is better than all the fire I've been using this whole game. Even though I've been using fire continuously, bow is still better. But you need to have a magic spell because there are enemies who only get hit by magic. So you just have to have one of them who can actually
1: use it. So did you have them equip a shield or did you have a different weapon in each hand? Nah, dual wield. Dual wield, baby! No matter oh, yeah, what, you yeah. double sword, double axe. Yeah, or whenever I get the chance to um, dual wield in Final Fantasy, I always like, oh, dual wield. It's great. Yeah, I have a shield. I think Guy had a shield, and Furion had a had dual wield. I know that ups your evasion if you have shield, but I'm like, nah, hit me, hit me <laughs> harder. <makes my> <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of the pro word system? While we're on, kind of like the bad design.
0: Oh, uh, the pro part. word system—it was something new. And people moan about this as well because they're like, oh, I've got so many keywords. And so basically how it worked was like if to progress the story, you could learn keywords from the main characters and then you could go to another character and learn more about that word you've just learned. So it might basically continue the next bit of the game. I didn't mind it per se, because people bitched and moaned and said, oh, well, at the end of the game, I've got about 20 words. I was like, okay, fair enough. You don't need, you know, it'd be great if they got deleted. But then mm-hmm. you, you probably know you're not going to be using the first words at
1: the end of the game. And see, this is where I'm torn. I'm kind of in the middle of it, because you're right. This is a system that they they try to implement. They're trying to do things new. Everything in this game is like, hey, what can we do to try to make them more unique and an interesting experience back in 1988 but i think you look at it like now and it would be far more interesting if some of those words would have some impact later in the game you can get some secrets or some special items or something like that yeah that would be cool. have been cool but that would have been good it didn't it didn't do that and that's that's kind of a misfire so yeah while the system has its potential i think it's unrealized potential and overall it just becomes an unnecessary system that really doesn't do anything and kind of confuses the player on how to progress the plot in some points. Yeah, I I, I felt it didn't take me too long, and there was never
0: any points when I was like, "Oh, holy shit, I need to learn a word." Or "Holy shit, what do I do here?" I found it always worked, and I think well, yeah. in modern games you don't get
1: penalized for saying the wrong word either.
0: No, you don't. You just get a question. They just the character just has a question mark. Like it's not like they cut your head off for saying the wrong word or something. But right. it, I think in you know games now it would be. Oh, you just speak to that character, and then you speak to the next character, and it's kind of like the the word system's already in place sort of thing. It's like you've spoke to the right person so you can progress the story. But back then, it was like, yeah, it was a code system. And again, it was all new. You went back, you mentioned it. There was no rules. It's like, try None. new shit. But for people who moan their arse off, I was like, oh fuck off. There's
1: other things you can moan yeah. about in life. It's not that big, big a deal. And it takes like 20 you know seconds. this game... Can you believe this game that I've played thirty years after it came out isn't as good as the games that came out twenty years later? Yeah, yeah. yeah weird. Yeah. You can <laughs> that's, definitely believe that's that.
0: Super weird. It's like, what are the chances that's going to happen? So I kind of feel like <laughs> it's not it's not if it was a broken, like it was absolutely broken, like we're talking um Star Wing Star Fox Two, that's broken. That should never have been released. But other games oh, wow. is like just it was just a, a trial and error thing. Calm your tits. Calm your boobies now need down. To play.
1: Now I need to play Star Fox 2, because I haven't played that. Yeah, there are some problems with that game. There are some problems <sighs> with it. But,
0: theres I don't know, I, I didn't think this was a bad game. I thought this was a game giving it more of an attempt, better story. Yeah, there are some things, and yeah, I'm probably going to agree, Leon probably was put under the spell. But because you didn't explain it, he's just a bastard. Until someone gives me the actual definition of this is what he did wrong... This is why he did this. No one's going to give me a, you know, uh, he's a basically a bastard.
1: I'm trying to think of anything. I, I think the way you're talking about this, you need to play the Dawn of Souls version because there's an extra story after you beat the game. Oh, is there? that? includes, Yeah, it includes the includes some of the characters that died on their way trying to make their way out of hell, which I think is Minwoo, Scott, and Ricard, and maybe Joseph. I think Joseph's, or is he in three? No, Josephson 2. Yeah, it is. Jo- yeah, Josephson 2, Because that's the Snow World where you get yeah all those extra stuff. Uh, they're trying to fight their way out of hell, and it's this new party that you configure, and it's it's just a little side story that I think you you'd find pretty cool.
0: Why did they go to hell? Because they died. Yeah, but weren't they nice people? Were they not meant to go to heaven? No, no, straight to hell you go.
1: Well, they can fight their way out of it, so like technically, they're in purgatory, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. The choice is there. So they sit on their ass and go, "Ah, oh, this will do," or "No, we'll just crack on and you know we'll we'll fight our way forward." Do you know what I just realized? What was um, a right pain in the ass? And this wasn't just this game. This was a Final Fantasy thing all the way up until four. Uh, I think four stopped it. Reviving. Can you remember what you had what's to do what's to revive? What's reviving? You had to. I don't. Go- I don't... So if you, your character got KO'd. Rather than they'd have to go to like a healer. Unless you had a Phoenix down. Oh, instead
1: of an inn. Right, right, right. No, yeah. No, I know what you're talking about, yeah. Unless you, you have you, a life spell.
0: Well, unless you got the, unless you've got like a life spell or Phoenix Down, you couldn't just go to an inn and heal. No, no, no. You've got to go to separate healers to revive your character. Yeah. That is something they did in Final Fantasy One, Two and Three. Oh, he's a
1: fucking pain in the arse. Yeah, that was just kind of a lot of that traditionalism RPG shit that, that came out of the D&D slash Ultima Wizardry Sphere that they, they carried over in. Yeah, I'm happy that didn't happen. and But it still happened in other RPGs. I think Dragon Quest still did that. You had to go to a church in order to revive your characters, and it wouldn't do it at the end. <sighs> so, yeah, it's, it's one of those things I appreciate when you go to an inn and your character is, like, quote, dead or fainted or whatever the fuck they call it. And you, you revive there. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, can you imagine the actual scenes? Oh, can we just
0: have a bed for four? Well, he's dead. No, 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 he's fine. Don't worry. But he's dead. No, no, he'll heal. No, no, he won't. He he, he needs a church. You know, not modern medicine. He's ch- So the, the three of them basically have a nice kip with a fourth person is just basically dead, hoping he'd revive. They
1: throw a corpse in the bed. Well, basically,
0: yeah. You basically throw the corpse in the bed or they just dump him outside or pick you up in the morning, mate. Because nothing's (laughs) happening to you. And that was basically most of my um, guest characters. I was like, well, you're dead. You're dead now. And I'm basically dragging a corpse around all these dungeons. (laughs) It's just me and a corpse.
1: But actually, I thought, like, your argument, I'm like, I'm thinking about this. I thought you were about to say that that actually defends the revive areas. Because you go to the end and they're like... Yeah, uh, room for four. There's three <laughs> of you. No, no, no. The dead guy's with us. <laughs> but is but he,
0: why? But are they dead or are they knocked out? I've always thought they were knocked out. Like, if they're knocked out, you'll, yeah, they in's the best place for them. If they're dead, yeah, they're, they're dead. But then I'm like, they're dead. That's a bit grim, isn't it? Like, everybody just keeps dying. Like, that's...
1: Yeah, but they're not, like, dead dead. They're just, like... what's dead, dead dead?
0: What's Dead dead? What, what's dead? I don't know.
1: Final Fan- Final Fantasy has like a really weird interpretation of what dead and what dead isn't. What yeah. dead is and what dead isn't. It, it keeps changing. But then, apparently, you know what dead is. If you get stabbed in the chest with a with a masamune, that's what dead is.
0: Yeah, that's what dead is. But this is the thing. You know, the when, standard. You, your party gets KO'd and So your party's been defeated. What's going to happen? Is the monster's going to eat you. I don't, I don't understand. I
1: I, yeah, I've never... That's that. You know what? I like this question, this line of questioning we're getting to. Because, yeah, that doesn't make sense. How is it, like, all these characters that were in your party, these fourth members, like Ricard and Joseph and and even, you know, Douchebag Scott and, and Minwoo, you know, like, why can't you just throw a phoenix down at them or cast life on them? But you can do that on your party. Like, what's dead and what's dead dead? It, what's dead dead? What defines it, that?
0: Exactly. Yeah. What's dead dead? Because if they're going to hell because they've died... Then apparently, but if your party member gets KO'd, you have to go to a church to revive. That's bullshit. He's not dead. Then he's not dead. Dead.
1: He's just KO'd. Not dead. You just, you just throw some feathers over their face, and they wake up, and they're like, "Oh, I'm not really dead." Like what? Are, and the thing is, what are Phoenix Downs?
0: Basically, what if he? I'm just now basically arguing they're smelling salts, because that's what it is. Is waking you up, going, "Oh shit! I shouldn't have been dead." And because it does all the whole life animation, is, is it giving your soul? But then you're not dead. You're not dead. Dead.
1: Nope,
0: it's like uh, I
1: gotta say, like bullshit. In, in, in Japan, the the item is called uh, Phoenix No O, which is Phoenix Tail, if I remember correctly. So essentially, you're taking Phoenix feathers and you're throwing it at them. That's that's what it is.
0: And the Phoenix, you meant to be revi It revives you. That's what good old Harry Potter taught me. And most things, the Phoenix revives shit. So are you dead dead? I need that. This is always just needs clarifying because oh, again. Final Fantasy 7, I was like, just use a phoenix down. I don't see what the problem is here. I was like, just yeah. use one. Bring her back to life. Not a problem. But apparently they're not... She's dead dead. It, it, it's, whatever that means. Whatever dead dead means, you go straight to hell. But no, no. If you're just normal dead, you need to go to a church. That is a, that is a con. That is ridiculous. If
1: If the narrative demands it, they are permanently dead. Yeah, only if, if they the have a purpose, they they can be revived.
0: I want someone from Vanafancy to tell me: is that character KO'd or dead dead? Dead dead. And literally, no. I don't. I don't mind, people are guaranteeing to be listening to this, going, "Actually, they've got a point here. They've they've got a point." <laughs> this, I hope so. I hope so because literally, and here's the thing, right? Okay, we talked about Dragon Quest, right? The this is the original yeah. Dragon Quest. when We did that episode, and. If you die in that, you have to go back to the king. And the king chirps you for being dead. He said, you died. Okay, so I died. Your own went, I died, right? So literally, do we have the power to resurrect the dead? Why does anybody not die? It's like, well, you can just revive them then. The king apparently has the ability to go, you're alive. Bullshit.
1: Yeah, and that's, okay, just going back to Dragon Quest, then why are they so worried about the princess? Let's just let the dragon eat her yep. and then revive her. Because they if you die, you just show it back up at the castle, right? So exactly. Who gives
0: a shit? Although if she got eaten, does she come back as hair or as poop?
1: As dragon poop. I mean, if you die, you're you're assumably getting eaten. So that's the thing. I mean you can Yeah. You can exist as, as poop and real at the same time. Maybe that's what slimes are. Yeah.
0: Slimes Whoa. are revived people who were eaten on their quests or just They just died at, yeah just died in battle and you become slimes as revived Boop. That's dark. Mm. That's really dark. This is the type of question we go on this show. This is where we're going. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is retro wars. Look, ladies and gentlemen. Every time you play an RPG now, anyone, not just you, my friend, but anyone who's playing this and your character gets KO'd, ask the question: Are they dead? Are they dead dead? Or are they just KO'd? They're becoming slimes. Or are they becoming slimes, basically. But I just have this image of me playing Final Fantasy 2 where the, the party are running around doing things while just carrying around this extra member just basically dragging them around the whole time going, oh, fucking hell, what, what's he doing? And then the battle starts, just throw him on the floor. Right, like, You go over there, we'll, we'll deal with this because you're not needed. That's basically the imagery I have in my head. Like, Oh, hang on. I've just now something's just really come my hair. I don't know why I've not mentioned it. Right. So you've got mm. the three characters: um, Firion, uh, Maria, and Guy. The most bullshit character, Guy. Uh, me stupid, basically. And then
1: later on, he can basically talk to beavers. He is, he is a man that loves his beavers. He likes his beavers. But I was like,
0: hang on. You're meant to be a bit slow. Okay, but yet yep. you have the ability to learn the language of animals. Absolute cotton bullshit. He's a massive growler. He, he bloody is a massive growler. Oh, he's just the—he is possibly the <laughs> most boring character I've ever seen in Final Fantasy. He's
1: not a character. He's a party member. That's all he is. He's a third-party member. That's it. That's all he is. He's got the worst design. A- His design's just this yeah. random. Uh, like they don't really imply, I mean, the the shit thing is is why do they even imply he's stupid? That's like so shit. I hate that. He's just but he's a throwaway character. That that's what he is. He's a throwaway character that provides some sort of exposition later. And let's be let's be real. All the characters in Final Fantasy 2 in your main party are are throwaway characters. There is no character arc to any of them Bam other me. than maybe the yeah, the princess wants to bang Fury on or maybe all three of them <laughs> at the same time. It's never really clarified. But that's about it. That is about it. Mm. There is no there's no much progression. Again, this is
0: Final Fantasy Two, it's an old game. But, you know, we really didn't start getting proper character development of Final Fantasy Four. But still, I'm like, just right. give me something. Even in the remakes, I mean just give me something to to, you know, distinguish each characters. But guy is just literally even in the remakes, it's possibly if I'm gonna do a list of all the worst characters, he's bottom. He's goddamn bottom. He, he is about him. He is, he is a bottom. He's going ahead. He's going behind the snowman in Final Fantasy VI, Quinna in Final Fantasy IX. He's going behind all them. Uh, mm,
1: mm, mm, mm. See, this is... this. Mm. Hey, look, this is where you got to commentate here because you have been giving a lot of passes towards a lot of things being new and figuring things out and being the NES and everything like that. But, I mean, there's more character to him and the rest of this party, even though there's like no real arcs and that they're, they're kind of boring, even though I just went on this rant and you know this is going to sound completely uh, contradictory to what I just said, mm. it's better than Final Fantasy one and three. Ooh. Final Fantasy three, one, yes, Final Fantasy three. No, you're talking what version are you talking because oh, it's better than the fucking Onion Kids it's better than <laughs> okay. the fucking Onion Kids <laughs> okay the the NES version yeah it's just Onion Kids
0: alright you can have that one yeah it's just an, an, no mad Onion Kid that's all it is in Final
1: Fantasy 3 yeah there's nothing yeah children, just children. so uh, that have, no personality children it's just all wake up orphaned in a cave and like yeah you're the heroes of Lender, but we'll talk about I mean that's, that's for later but uh I mean Furion is a shit character just because I mean there's he's not a character. That that's the only reason he shit. I mean he's not bad or good. He just exists. Just like all the characters in your party. In I fact, just... guy probably has more characterization than him because at least he can he knows his way around a beaver. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. <laughs> he probably does Darty.
0: But the thing is though, the thing is though with Ferion, I, I the only way I picture him now, I couldn't know if you play is it Dissidia? is that how you pronounce it? Is it I, whatever. The yeah, the City. The City works. The Final shot. Fantasy fighting game. It's a stupid word. It's a stupid yeah. word. I just see him as like the he just looks up to the um the hero of light going, Oh, I love you. I love you. It's like I act like I'm one of the big 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 characters because I'm number two and he's number one. He's like, Yeah, I'm number two. I'll hide behind number one. That's the only way way I look at him now. Yeah. Just basically you think you're better than what you are because you go number two to number one. That's all I've ever seen him as. Hey, look, his art is badass. His art is good. Do you know what, though, right? I know this is a side note, but we will be getting into it at some point. I was um, looking at the art of Final Fantasy V, and I'm playing it. Mm. I'm playing the Game Boy version. Artwork, fine. But then you get to the remake of the Pixel remake, and they've used that, like, you know, the really arty-farty stuff. I'm like, holy crap. Bart looks absolutely nothing like his sprite. Like, nothing like his sprite.
1: No. No. No, Barts, Barts, Butts, whatever you want to call him, uh, looks nothing like the sprite. And neither, like, Furion in the NES looks nothing like the sprite. He looks like a fighter out of Final Fantasy One, But then you get to these pixel remasters, and yeah, he looks a lot. He's much more in line with what Amano's art was. Yeah, the pixel remasters. Him. And that what goes back to the. Yeah, it goes, it goes back to origin that the way they redesigned his, his sprite, especially with Guy and Maria, they look a lot more similar. But the I would say like yeah, the art for Final Fantasy II, what Yoshitaka Amano did, outside of the game, of course you can only do so much for the sprite work in 1988, and the Pixel Remaster kind of tried to fix that along with all the other versions. But man, that that character art that Amano did is beautiful for Final Fantasy 2 it's, yeah, it's some of the it best is. in the series
0: I'll, I'll give it that, it's really good and I was going to say, if you're going to play it, you've got to play the pixel remaster I think it's the best way of playing this game and we mentioned earlier about the music from Nobu and in, when you play the pixel remasters it's a proper orchestral, orchestral soundtrack oh my god, it's, it's gorgeous it's, it's, it's so it good. is fantastic when you get you know you start using that soundtrack for this game so it, you know if you're going to play it don't say the re, the the, the they say you've got to play the NES version no you don't play the pixel remaster
1: it generally is the best way of playing this game for sure i would say play the donna souls version just because it has the extra content i think it i think it flows a little bit better just from someone who's played it before comparing it to the modern ones but mm-hmm. i mean if you haven't played it at all period and you've never if you're interested in final fantasy 2 and you do want to play the game the pixel remaster is the way to go yeah definitely and have you got much else you want to say
0: on this before we score it no, I'm ready to go, man. You're let's let's go. give this game a score. Well, if you had to give it a score out 1 out of 10, what would you be giving it, my friend?
1: I'm going to give it a 6. And uh, I don't think that's a horrible score. It's slightly above average, if you consider 5 to be average. But it's a game that tried new things. It's a game that it failed in a lot of aspects, but it succeeded in a lot of aspects, and it gave the player a lot of freedom. But ultimately, I think it's just ultimately a very redundant there Uh, i just think it's a below average rpg with a lot of potential and charm that would give birth to a much better series in the saga franchise but it is something that i think that you can get into and have a pretty good time in so i would give it a six and if i'm being very generous maybe a seven i'll stick six if it wasn't for the
0: encounter room the encounter and the fact that the counts rate was so high and the empty rooms, I would have given it a 7, but I'm probably going to be at 6.5. Mm-hmm. It loses half a point. Okay. Just because you brought in Chocobos. Um, and I love fucking Chocobos. Yeah, get a Chocobo in this game, it's amazing. It's like your, your whole world blows up because of the music. But I'm going to give it a 6.5. I said, yeah, a lot of the things that you've said, um, it was a big step up from number one. um, And... I think I think it's one of those. We, you know, when we played Dragon Quest, I felt you, if you like RPGs, you should get Dragon Quest done. I like, think you should basically play this as well again, so you can say you've done it, and um, so say you can say it's been out of the way, and just see what the the big hoo ha is with
1: that one when it comes to Final Fantasy two. Yeah, it's certainly not as bad as everyone will lead you on to believe. Definitely not. It's not. It's not world changing. No. Either. So. If you want to play it that way, that's the whole thing. They say about the, experience, the, the
0: leveling. If you want to play it that way, you do that. You do that and you'll probably wreck the game for yourself and it won't be fun. Just play it normally and you will have a good time. That's probably what I'd say about it. I agree.
1: As long as you're doing the Pixel Remaster.
0: Yeah, as long as you're doing the Pixel Remaster. Yeah, do it that way. Yeah. Well, my friend, it has been a pleasure as always. I love having you on. I can't believe we went down the Knuckles route again, but we did as always I think that's going to be a theme I hope it's a theme it's going to be a theme isn't it but until next time (laughs) I will no doubt see you again and as always make sure you look at Chris at Retro Hangover and as I always keep saying make sure you just watch out for your headphones and your speakers because you'll lose your ears or your car
1: will suddenly hate you but always Chris it's been good fun yeah thank you for having me on I always love being on with you dude thanks Mm -hmm. Danny and
0: that was Final Fantasy 2 for the NES. Thank you very much for everyone for listening. Thank you very much for Chris. I really appreciate it, as always, you coming on. As I said, if you want to get involved, you can join me over at Twitter, join me at Instagram, TikTok, and also support the show on patreon.com forward slash wars. Until then, I'll see you all next week. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye.